0: Oh, and welcome back to another episode of Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tori. Run with the hatchet. Thompson, whoop whoop.
1: My name is Tyler. <sighs> Movie goer Matheson.
0: Oh boy, yours sounds depressing.
1: Not, not nearly as depressing as running with the hatchet. Because honestly, Tori, I can't think of anything more sad in the year of our Lord 2022 than uh, <laughs> running with the hatchet. <laughs> whoop whoop. Come on, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know a single Insane Clown Posse song other than Insane in the Membrane.
0: Uh, the only one that I've ever heard is the one that where he's like, Magnets, how the fuck do those work? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, uh, you know what? Maybe not the best songwriters, but philosophers, perhaps.
0: Sure, sure. Or gang leaders, as they are technically classified as a gang. I'm. I'm sorry. Is that on the
1: FBI website? Is that yes. like yes? Wait, were... wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
0: God, no, juggalos are a gang. I swear to God, they're legally
1: classified as a gang. Are we talking? Are we talking like oh, that's the that's the old boy shooting gang, or are we talking like this is the FBI considers them a threat to this nation alongside Ms. Thirteen?
0: Yes. Like, if there are three or more juggalos next to each other, they can be arrested.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait is that is that is that legal can we do that
0: uh, it, uh who knows i feel this like is- this is
1: it's a necessary step to get to the furries Tori. okay it's a necessary <laughs> we,
0: step we can't take down the furries until we take down the uh, the juggalos those who do run I with the hatchet
1: i don't want to go after the juggalos i don't so if you're if you're running with the hatchet out there I respect you, I, I love you, I don't understand you, and I don't want you to get hurt in this. But just understand, it's a necessary collateral damage so that n- there's no one there to speak up for the furries when the FBI comes after them.
0: Whoop, whoop. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, I went to uh, a, a comedy show recently. I saw Jim Gaffigan. He's playing at the Minnesota State Fair. Okay, and- I
1: really thought you were about to hit me with you saw an insane Cloud posse concert and you were now in it to win it. You were. And
0: I am. Yeah, I'm deep. I got the hatchet man tattoo and everything. No, no more. No more ICP for for the rest of the episode. That was I just wanted to say whoop whoop a couple times. Okay. Um So I'm, I'm seeing Jim Gaffigan and uh, we hear some people maybe six rows behind us. You know, it's a big stadium. It's a pretty big venue at the State Fair.
1: I haven't seen it in years, but I was just thinking about the concept of a standing room only comedy show, and that was wicked funny. Like,
0: imagining Jim <laughs> Gaffigan. Like, dude, people are starting mosh pits at a comedy yeah. show. <laughs> They're fucking, it's like a wall of death closing in, and he's just like, hot pockets, like doing his classic bits. <laughs> Whenever anyone does classic bits, there's just a
1: huge wall of death that caves in. When Dane Cook, like, raises his voice and says something
0: like, <gasps> The yeah. fucking, <laughs> the I just want to do a and hmm, and everyone's just going fucking ballistic
1: you might be a redneck if
0: <laughs> yes
1: punch the person next to you
0: so I'm seeing so I'm seeing Jim Gaffigan people six rows behind me we hear someone uh, in their audience start doing like you know the whistle where you stick two fingers in your mouth and I can't do it but it's piercingly loud Mm -hmm. He starts doing it a couple times. The first one, you think, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to alert his friend who's, like, walking, not sure where their seating is or whatever. He does it, like, six times or so. And then one of the security guards comes up, and he, like, stands up and points. And he's like, you, you, I need you. So the security guard kind of starts making his way with some haste towards that. Like, you know, what's going on? So, you know, I'm, of course, watching the whole thing, you know, goosenecking it. And then I see other people in their group stand up and start yelling, Doctor! Doctor! We need a doctor! Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Jim Gaffigan killed someone with his good goofs.
0: Yeah, so at this point, Jim's on stage, and he starts noticing what's going on Oh, here. So no! He puts his hand, he's blocking the sun. He's like, oh, I think there's, uh, I think there's something going on up there. Is, is there something going on? Like, he, you know, he can't hear what they're saying, but he can see some commotion going on. They're screaming for doctors. People are like running through the stands to try and get over there to help. Um, I have no idea what happened to this person. But the main thing that I was concerned about is how is Jim pivot away from this one? Because they did have to have a team of men carry a dude who is half unconscious, uh, unable to walk out of the stands. And guess what? He was at the top of the stand, so everyone watched oh, him go. Fuck. They paraded oh, his no. they paraded his body through the grandstand. Yeah. He might as well just
1: been fucking crowd surfed limp to the bottom. They would have just <laughs> had a, They would have had a better time putting him on one of the boards and slicking it up with all the excess grease and butter at the fair and yep. just sliding him down.
0: Like it <laughs> would have been hoping he makes it there. It would have been,
1: like, sure, maybe he breaks an arm or an ankle on the way down. Infinitely faster, though. How rapid of a response is needed to get this person to the hospital? I give, Tori, right now, I give you permission that if I'm ever at the top, of a really big staircase and I have a medical emergency, yep. just slick me up with butter and slide me down.
0: <laughs> Why do you keep butter with you everywhere? Well, my, it's kind of embarrassing, but my good buddy Tyler said, if he ever, if he ever dies at a concert, I should slick his dead-ass corpse and slide it down the stairs. <laughs> Not to get him
1: help, but he, but he thinks that maybe it will look rad. Like, he thinks maybe <laughs> he'll shoot up and it'll go off like a cool, like, ramp. Maybe a cool BMX stunt kind
0: of thing. Yeah. He also requested that I film it, so.
1: And I'll, I have I have a fisheye lens with me on uh, at all times. That's so fucking sick, dude. It's going to look really
0: rad when it happens. He's trying to give himself a heart attack. I, oh, man. What do you do... As a, one, I hope this man's okay. I have no idea. It's I, from what I could tell, he had a seizure. Um, how? What do you do? As a comic, do you go from like, oh shit, there's a medical emergency? Like I'm seeing all this commotion. They're carrying. I, I can tell that a medical emergency happened. How do you then pivot into what went on to be about 15 minutes of diarrhea jokes? <laughs>
1: Hey, speaking of things that suck, uh, y'all <laughs> ever had diarrhea? Like, I don't think there is a good way. I think you gotta, I think you gotta deal with the hand you're dealt, and just hope that no one cares about the rough transition you're about to make into the next set. Or sure, like, it's, an,
0: it, it's not like people were like, "Oh, there's a medical emergency. All right, back to gym. What do you got?" Like, everyone is like. I, You've you've seen when shit goes down when you're out in public. Everyone wants to know what's going on.
1: Yeah, everyone's inherently nosy. We all want to know what the fuck just happened. Of course,
0: um, I, I I count myself among that. I mean, if I were Jim,
1: which I'm not, the one thing you're, I would you're the closest do, thing God'll allow to Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I just have exquisite nipples. They just look <laughs> great. That's what everyone knows Jim Gaffigan for is his exquisite nipples. (laughs) If I'm Jim Gaffigan, which I'm very thankful I'm not, because the first thing that came to my mind was like, I'm putting this on my resume. I'm so funny. I fucking killed a guy. (laughs) That's not a good one. That's one that you shouldn't do. But that's what I would say. Unfortunately, I
0: don't want to say it. It's just what would come out. I'll be honest, Tyler, later on in the show, he did have a joke that was similar to that where he told about someone having a medical emergency in the front row of one of his shows. And it's like, I feel like he could have live remixed that one to the actual current events here.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe be, maybe be a little better on the fly. But hey, you also don't want to like, Wait, what am I saying? You don't want to make the family upset. That's with them. Obviously, they didn't stay. Like they were oh, no. Like, the, yeah, no, no, no. It. The
0: paramedics took them away, and they're like, "I'm sorry, we paid fifty dollars for these tickets."
1: I'm not. Look, look. I'm not missing Jim. Okay, I, I feel like Jim is a show you can miss. I feel like there's a few things that maybe you can't miss, which would be like, yeah, I know I'd be the shitty person in that situation, but if if someone was like, "Oh my God." There's a medical emergency. Your dad, he's having a heart attack right now. And I'm like, as he should be, we're seeing the Eagles live for the first time in <laughs> okay. like 40 years. Like, if he's not freaking the fuck out, something's wrong. And I'm sorry, but like, they're not touring again.
0: Yeah. Like, let me put it this way I'm not missing this, the, the, what is possibly the final live Hotel California for my dad's fucking shitty eating habits.
1: Yeah, I am not about to fucking miss that cuz you know they're about to go fucking off when they hit that solo.
0: Your dad's having a heart attack right as sticks plays the opening notes for Mr. Roboto.
1: That I I feel okay leaving. That I okay. feel I feel okay leaving, you know, it's it's nothing really special like the Eagles. That's something special, you know, sure. like it's got to be something truly fucking in it. Like if if my dad has a heart attack, but then uh, fucking Drake steps on, the surprise guest Drake comes on stage and he's mm-hmm. like, I need a one dance. I'm like, I'm sorry, dad, you're on your own right now. Like this is once in a lifetime shit with Drake up there. Yeah. Drake and, and the people, Eagles.
0: Some people feel that way about Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> some
1: people are really into Jim Gaffigan. I'd also do Jimmy Buffett. Like if my dad was having a heart attack, my my dad was literally wearing a Margaritaville shirt the other day when I saw him. So I feel like he'd understand. Mm -hmm. Like if if he started having a heart attack, but Jimmy was playing, Jimmy Buffett, he'd be like, go on without me. It's what I want. I want to, he would want to go out to Jimmy playing yeah, he, he would
0: Yeah, your dad would love nothing more than to die and have his corpse surfed across the crowd as boat drinks played. <laughs> he gets like transported to the front on a surfboard. Like they bring his
1: dead ass body to the front on a surfboard. Everyone gave Ugh. him like a fucking baseball cap, maybe a ju- maybe a jug of beer. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's his swan song. There's, Jimmy serenaded him out of this life and put Mm -hmm. him (laughs) on the gentle fucking yacht ride into the afterlife.
0: And it was beautiful.
1: It was beautiful. The the fucking, the waves gently like encroaching the sand, the high tide coming in. Jimmy just
0: escorted the tide. That's all he did. And then Jimmy looks off as he's he's being sort of Viking-esque pushed out to sea on this surfboard. And Jimmy says... Where he's going, it's five o'clock always. <laughs> and the fucking, and the
1: place erupts in tears. Everyone yep. is just like, that's so fucking true, Jimmy.
0: That's so true. <laughs> I want, I want Jimmy to kill me next. <laughs> <laughs> the parrot heads are just lining up to be murdered by James Buffett. <laughs> They're fucking begging for
1: it. They're begging to be killed because like, I think I think in some people's religion, maybe uh, James Buffett is kind of like the Grim Reaper or the, who's the Greek god that like paddles people on the boat to the afterlife? He brings them to Hades on the boat.
0: Oh shit, I was going to say Hades. So now I don't know.
1: Whoever it is that like just drives the damn boat, Mm -hmm. like that is Jimmy Buffett to a lot of people.
0: Damien? Damien the boat driver.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure that you made that shit up because I was like, "Ain't no fucking way that
0: they have <laughs> Zeus, like Athena, Damien." <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
1: Well, what's going on here, guys? Oh fuck! Oh fuck! It's Damien. <laughs> no, Jimmy Buffett is like the fucking the keeper of death to an entire sect. Of people, like he is the only way. Like you can only get into heaven. You know how, like Vikings, you can only get into Valhalla if you're holding an axe when you die. <laughs> like you can only enter the kingdom of Margaritaville if you're, li-
0: <laughs> if you're you listening. Dude, gotta... it's five o'clock somewhere yeah. as you die. Yeah, and you've got a land shark in your hand <laughs> and a koozie. There's nothing in the koozie.
1: You just have one on you just in case someone tosses you a cold Coors Light. You can Wait, just stick it right in.
0: Wouldn't the, wouldn't the Landshark be in the koozie? Landshark is Jimmy Buffett's beer, by the way.
1: Oh, is that? I had no idea what that was. I thought that was like maybe a <laughs> Rad Hammock brand. <laughs> it would be a good, it sounds like a good name for that. A portable hammock that you can just string up anywhere because like, let's be honest, if you're a parrot head, you got a hammock with you at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to.
0: It's in the real book.
1: <laughs> speaking, speaking of fucking... Yeah. Speaking of just, like, the all-time greats and, like, franchises and, like, people that are, like, the gatekeepers of death, uh, did you see that AMC is making a new trailer with Nicole Kidman?
0: Uh, uh, they're making a sequel to the, they are, the Nicole Kidman going, movies are magical, and then staring creepily at the camera? They are making a sequel
1: hmm. that will play before every movie to the AMC Nicole Kidman.
0: Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Do you have to have seen the first one to understand the second
1: one? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, what are they doing? With the... They said explicitly, here's the quote. There is a sequel and it's v- <laughs> it's taking a very different approach.
0: What the fuck does that mean in this context? <laughs> what does, like, are they going
1: for a horror vibe this time? Are they, What are they doing with Nicole that could possibly be a very different approach to an advertisement for the movie theater you're currently sitting inside of right now?
0: Like, you already got my money. Why are you now advertising more? And also, what if they recast Nicole Kidman? And it's like Emma no. Stone, but the lower third still says Nicole Kidman.
1: <laughs> okay. So maybe they're taking a very, like, uh, you know, like a very modern comedic approach to it. Like, uh, like an experimental comedy thing to it. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering what the fuck they mean by, like, of a, a very different approach to the advertisement where Nicole Kidman tells you like go to AMC it's magical here like is she just just very different approach means she's like AMC sucks shit i hate it this is the worst fucking place
0: no, she's a great actress, so she's gonna commit to the role of just blowing up. She's gonna eat. She, she's gonna look like she only eats greasy popcorn all the time. Slobby hair's not done, and they're gonna have her sitting in the chair, fucking fully like manspreading, just down there. She's like shoveling popcorn. It's like stuck in her tit crevice. She's like shoveling it in her mouth and just like farting really loud. She's like, fuck, these movies are good. Yeah so you're saying that they they
1: blow up Nicole Kidman.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's going
1: to be big. She's going to be a big
0: girl in this next one.
1: And they're making a because in that in that first one, they really make AMC look like a really great place. Like it's the best AMC you've ever seen in your fucking life. Like the chairs are the yeah. nicest thing. Nicole Kidman is literally in a fucking like a suit, a full suit with mm-hmm. the pants suits and everything and she's in yep. heels. Mm-hmm. So you're saying they they switch it up. And yeah. now she's like sloppily eating and she's making sure that like, I don't know about going back to AMC. Like the person yeah. who sat next to me was so gross, I'm reconsidering.
0: Mm-hmm. There's As she's talking, there's a little kid like start crying in the background.
1: Or maybe they could still like advertise like AMC is a great place to go because it shows Nicole Kidman being a fucking slob and like being loud and messy during the movie. And mm-hmm. she gets like, Carried out, it takes like five people, but they still carry her out of the movie, like mm-hmm. Jim Gaffigan show style, <laughs> where they just load. She's already full of the fucking popcorn, like butter. Yeah. So they just slide Nicole Kidman's fat ass down the stairs.
0: <laughs> they just build a long, yeah, they call it Nicole's special slide. Because, and, and also, like, she she shouldn't even try and walk because she drank all of the Sprite at the movie theater. Like, all of it. Every single bit that they had, that was inside of Nicole Kidman. <laughs> the boxes that they had, the boxes of syrup.
1: She just mainlined oh. it. <laughs> one of those things called where people have to get, like, a throat surgery after having, like, after being a lifelong smoker and they have to talk with the, the one thing, she just hooked that up to the throat hole so she could inject Sprite, the full (laughs) Sprite syrup.
0: Yeah, she's basically just siphoning it into her esophagus.
1: (laughs) I don't blame her. It's the most delicious soda.
0: Yeah. So that's my dream sequel to the, 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 for the NKPU, the Nicole Kidman preview universe.
1: I want them to go like, experimental cinema with this. I want the I want oh, them fuck. to make the audience uncomfortable. I want it I want it to be 35 minutes long, Tori. I yeah, want the you, you want it to be challenging. <laughs> I want the preview to be 35 minutes long 35 minutes long. And it's it's similar to the end of like 2001 a space odyssey where it's like just a lot going on and flashing at your brain so mm-hmm. i can interpret it differently every single time you know so there's sure. not like one way to view it like i can come out of it and be like yeah nope was fine but like what i really want to like dig into is like what did you get out of the nicole kidman preview sequel like right yeah what really, like, affected you there? Like, because I think it was about, you know, consumerism and how she she engorged herself with all of this popcorn and blew <laughs> up so heavily yeah. as like as, like, a play on we just need so much and we'll never be yeah. happy. Yeah, no matter how much we have, you always have more. Wow. It was a really weird decision, though, when they, like, just kind of rolled her in the butter, though,
0: And slid (laughs) her down those stairs. It was weird when they made. Why did they build a giant version of those hot dog rotators, and then just (laughs) just put her on it and like let her roll around to stay warm the whole time? They could have just brought her a blanket.
1: And she got a pretty gnarly tan. Like a doctor's going to want to check on that.
0: (laughs) It burned her badly. I think that was like at least a
1: second degree burn that Nicole got. Permanent markings. Hey, I did like I, <laughs> I did like the Joker cameo though. Like that was fun mm-hmm. to show. Like, oh guys, it's like we're teasing the next Joker movie with this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Joaquin was dancing on her, and that's what kept the spinning motion. As he was kind of no. doing,
0: <laughs> Joaquin was dancing on the stairs as her body slid down and took him out of the knees. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why in Joker fully ado, then she doesn't dance anymore because he has a knee injury from Nicole Kidman's fat body, from Nicole Kidman's fucking fully engorged body, with like <laughs> grossly bloated body. I feel bad because we're not
1: actually saying that. It's like, this is real Nicole Kidman. We're talking like, let's say you took Nicole Kidman and then Harry Potter 3'd her. Like what they did with the aunt in Harry Potter 3 where she Excuse flew away me? in the did sky. They, what? Did they bigify a lady in that? You've seen, don't lie to me, Tori. You've seen all the Harry Potter movies.
0: I data dumped all of it. They, they I was yeah. forced to watch them and I tried my best to just like sleep or be on my phone. Tori, it's the best scene
1: in all eight of those fucking movies when the aunt gets bigified and then she floats away in the sky like a big balloon. (laughs) Maybe I got to
0: catch these wizard flicks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They make the funniest sound effects because it was just like, she literally like inflates and then like all of the sound effects, she's like hitting the ceiling like boing.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. I think I do remember that now.
1: Does the rest of the family get bubbled too? No, only she gets bubbled and they're like trying to grab her like, no, Madge. And then she floats away in the sky like a big hot air balloon because she's so big. Wait, did Wait, when she gets to the edge of the atmosphere, she pop, right? They said they got her back, but I feel like that's just because it's a children's book and they're like, no, yeah, we got her back. Like, nah, she's dead.
0: You see her float directly into an electrical line.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, ain't no way she missed everything. Yeah, she's not that lucky. What's the oxygen like once you get to the upper layers? Like, come on. Not good. Not great. You know, (laughs) Nicole Kidman's bloated ass body being slid down the fucking stairs, takes out the Joker, and then at the end, they they end it with a message that's like not purely like pro AMC, but it's it's just kind of like vague, like don't do drugs. And you're like, <laughs> what if, I mean, I guess that's a good lesson, but like, what does what that if, have to do with AMC?
0: What if it fades to a black screen and then it, dead center, it all lowercase, it just comes up movies. It just fades on, and it holds for five full seconds, and then fades off, and then your movie begins. <laughs> no
1: production house logos or anything. It just goes straight in the fucking movie. (laughs) Just cuts to the opening scene of Top Gun Maverick. Nothing,
0: there's, we're in it now. Every
1: movie you see now is Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Or, you know, I actually wouldn't mind if the sequel for Nicole Kidman's AMC preview was like a bunch of different movie trailers that Nicole is in that are clearly Mm -hmm. just like parody. Like she's in like, She's in, like, a Top Gun, like, preview. So it's just Nicole Kidman inserted into all of the movie greats. She plays the F-18. <laughs> See, now we're just going back to Nicole Kidman, but big. Like, we just put her in movies with famously big things.
0: It's just, it's, it, they take her skin tone, and that's what the color of the plane is, and then she just, like Thomas the Tank Engine-esque, has her face on, like, a little disc in the front. Or, or, no, it's on the, bo-
1: on the bottom <laughs> So you don't see it But when it flips up It's just <laughs> Nicole Kidman Blank staring on the underside <laughs> Of a fucking jet And all of the missiles Are the Thomas the Tank Engine thing oh, fuck. Like the, the face of the missiles Are all Nicole Kidman's oh, Blank ass face It's the last thing It's the last thing anyone sees When you get fucking hit with it when we're drone striking other countries, the last thing they see is just Nicole Kidman's Thomas the Tank Engine-style face coming at them. Uh. Oh, what other movies have famously big things?
0: Pacific Rim. <laughs>
1: I just get into Nicole Kidman. Her face <laughs> opens up and they just hop right in. Uh, there's no robot aspect Fuck it, real steel But it's just Nicole Kidman <laughs> Punching another Nicole Kidman <laughs> And it's Hugh Jackman like piloting her I've never seen real steel I have no fucking clue how it works Yeah, you're basically there Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the same goddamn movie It's just anytime there's a big thing We just replace it with Nicole Kidman
0: I like that King Kong would be carrying <laughs> Herself <laughs> It's Nicole Kidman that's amazing. Just a huge, but but she maintains. It's it's like you take the Nicole Kidman texture and put it over that character model. So it's still the proportions of King Kong, but it is a stretched, warped texture of Nicole Kidman carrying a smaller, properly sized Nicole Kidman. And it had like, it
1: hasn't been cleaned up at all. Like there's textures clipping on that son of a bitch. Like it's crazy.
0: bad. It can only be described as bad
1: all the speaking lines from like Godzilla and Kong. Now, like whenever they just go, whenever they're supposed to do, they're like, like all they do is (laughs) that famous King Kong noise, (laughs) the Godzilla and King Kong. I don't know what the fuck King Kong sounds makes. I don't, he just screams, but instead of screaming or the Godzilla shriek, it's (laughs) it's just movies. That's the only <laughs> sound effect. So, like, t- Tom Cruise getting in the F-18, you're expecting to hear the, like, this bassy flyover. <laughs> yeah. It just starts up the engine. rev up the engine. You're getting, like, hyped as shit, and then... And you're expecting the... Instead, it's just movies.
0: Yeah. There's no excitement in her voice. She doesn't give a fuck. She got paid, and that's all she cares about. We can move on from Nicole Kidman, Tyler. I feel like I feel like we lost everyone on that one. I know,
1: but for the people that are super into that, because that's the best part of when you go to the movies is when you see the Nicole Kidman preview. That's the best, regardless of what movie you're seeing, that's the best part of the movie.
0: Yeah, and if you don't go to AMC, what the fuck are you doing? Go fuck yourself. Now, here's a r- real question now. When you go to movies, when the trailers start, do you ever get so invested in watching these trailers that, that when I touch the movie myself actually a little bit? Well, no. Uh that when oh. the actual movie starts playing, you're like, "Oh, I kind of wanted to watch more trailers."
1: <laughs> Not more trailers. It's more it's more just like I'd rather see that one. I'd ra- like I was I don't remember what I was seeing, but when I saw a trailer for Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, I was like, mm-hmm. "No, I don't think I want to see this anymore. I'd rather wa- I'd rather be watching that." Do we have mm-hmm. that preloaded in? Can we get that? Sure. No, I'm not a sicko that wants more trailers because then I'm just wasting my time at that point.
0: I love, I could, I would go to the movie theater for two hours and just watch uh, trailers for everything they got coming in the next
1: year. That sounds very sad to me because you're not getting anything, but just like you were, <laughs> you, Tori, you were just advertised to for two hours straight.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's still better than a Marvel movie, but at like the end of well, the day, at least it, the concession would have to be that it's not like on YouTube. This drives me fucking crazy. When they do an even shorter five second trailer previewing the trailer they're about to show you, that's like two minutes it's, long.
1: It's, pff, pff, let's go. And now the trailer for like, bro, I know I know, I clicked the video. Yeah, I'm aware of what I'm watching. I know this is a trailer for Sonic 2.
0: It drives me crazy. And also, because they have to make that part, like, they do it so that it's like, oh, it's attention-grabbing or whatever, which I don't think that really works on anyone. But they have to blow their load on whatever, like, the cool shot is for the end of the trailer that's supposed to get you hyped up to go see the movie. They have to blow that the first five seconds to be part of the mini-trailer. It's, it's it's, it's, a, It's
1: stupid. But here's the thing is that what we always forget is that a lot of people on the internet are children and they yeah. they need
0: they need that first thing to be like whoa crazy sure. kids watch coco melon Yeah they're dumb but I'm saying like what I'm saying is they're fine you can put stuff in front of them and they'll just watch it you don't have to make it this flashy grab thing True maybe it's just the advertisers that think that they watch endless amounts of children Minecraft videos. Up, yeah, just opening up toys. Like it's one static shot the entire time. They're fine.
1: There's got to be some psychological damage that co- that's going to come from ch- like children who just grew up on YouTube watching videos of other children opening toys that they wish they had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like there's got to be some psychological damage that comes from that. Yeah, I would be terrified to have a child and just be like, "Here's an iPad,"
0: because
1: mm-hmm. like, I didn't have YouTube when I was a child. I I had to wait. Back in my day, I had to wait for YouTube. Okay, yeah, it didn't come out. Yeah. That bitch didn't even come out until I was like twelve years old.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: was already a mature man,
0: but now I was I was already a man. And when it did come out, it was like not good shit for. Quite some time.
1: Yeah, it was like mostly Shane Dawson for a long-ass time.
0: Yeah, like you could listen to Crazy Frog do Axel F, uh, and you you know, Bo Burnham had some, some real bangers, but it was few and far between on what was good.
1: Yeah, we didn't have the endless Minecraft stream. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't know what I don't I don't know what the next generation of children is gonna be wrong with them where they just have like this like deep-seated issue if they just watched unboxing videos. I can't imagine that's a socially well-adapted human being that watched someone else unbox.
0: I don't know. Maybe what if it works the opposite way and they they never want for anything in their life because they feel like they were there with that the other child opening toys they never got.
1: <laughs> I got all of my fulfillment needs from YouTube. All my, all, like, my entire like Maslow's hierarchy of psychological needs, or whatever psychologist had that. No, 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 thanks. Don't need that. I got that all from YouTube.
0: Yeah, I, that's also where I got my opinions.
1: It's also where I got literally every single opinion that I've ever held. What's the weirdest thing you watched on YouTube?
0: Uh, like as a kid, or like just,
1: just yeah. You know what? Let's say like when you were younger. Like, let's say. Because like we had YouTube, like we were probably really watching YouTube and there was actually like a lot of like, like YouTube kind of hit its stride of like knowing how to like recommend content and like Mm -hmm. have a homepage in like 2010,
0: I would say. Oh, I would say even later than that. But, like, that's kind of when it started becoming more like people doing series and you're following... That's what I mean. like ...specific creators and all that kind of stuff. When it
1: became... Stuff. Yeah, when it, when it kind of came into a stride, like, when it started hitting that. Not when the stride was hit, yeah. but, like, when it started finding the footing. It was, like, 2010. What's the yeah, weirdest think- thing you were watching on YouTube?
0: I don't know. That's hard for me to say because I think... Also, I was just kind of watching what was popular... You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know to, like, go... Sur- I I didn't know to go search for weird stuff. The weirdest thing would be, like, my little prepubescent self-searching, like, girls kissing.
1: Yeah, girls kissing was a big one. Uh, yeah. I just, I just thought if I, like, opened Pornhub, because it said, like, you need to be 18 to log in. Yeah. I thought that... I really thought the FBI would bust down my fucking door... Like the second I hit, okay. I don't, I must've been so horny the first time I hit, like, yep, I'm 18. Like my brain. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because you were willing to risk prison. (laughs) I was so willing. (laughs)
1: That I was so willing to get in there. Like I was like, I gotta know. <laughs> I'm fucking frothing out. I gotta get in there. You What's in there? To see
0: a vagina so bad you were willing to <laughs> let me in 25 to life. I was willing to risk a federal
1: crime just banging at the door, like, what do you got in here? I know it's good. I must have been just so astronomically horny to be like I don't even care. At this point, I don't even care. I'm going
0: in. And it's like five seconds later, you're like, oh shit, that was five seconds later when you have your post not clarity.
1: You're like, I didn't really need to do that.
0: So, what was the weirdest thing you watched?
1: Ooh, um, yeah, I'll I'll say it's weird because I still think people who watch our content are weird. So, like, yeah. I was watching, like, RuneScape, like, how-to videos. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did some of that as well.
1: I was doing a ton of, like, RuneScape, like, how to get one million gold RuneScape. hmm I don't yeah. know what I needed it for, but I was like watching. I didn't R2. even have
0: a RuneScape account.
1: <laughs> I just loved watching the damn thing.
0: Yeah. It's such um, a beautiful game. Why not?
1: We didn't really start getting, like, weird, weird, weird content until, like, 2013, 2014, YouTube mm-hmm. like yeah. I feel like that's when I feel like that's when kind of the society as a whole maybe like collapsed, fell under and like we haven't really. Yeah.
0: It, it's away when from that. it became a, a like a more mainstream thing to be like a really online person and that's when like a, as you ushered in the era of like incomprehensible memes and like deep fried memes and shit that also poured over into like YouTube having just fucking weird content and stuff.
1: You know, now that I think about it though, Epic meal time was weird as shit. That's true. Like we, we all watched a buff dude in aviators pound the most (laughs) disgusting shit you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. But now we, now we call people who watch mukbangs like weird. Now we're like, you're a fucking weirdo for that. And I agree. Like, if someone told me they watched mukbang videos, I am what like... What the fuck is that? It's where you watch someone eat. What do you watch them eat? Anything. Just big-ass meals. Sometimes, like... Sometimes sometimes it's a sexual thing people watch it for. I think, a, like... I think there's a... That there's has a to be slice. a 90%. Who... What,
0: what... I'm sorry. Like, So if I sat down with, like, a uh, big uh, steaming bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese, and I just had a camera, and I silently just ate just ate it and didn't say, any, that's a, what is it, mukbang? Mukbang, yeah. It's like, a, it's like an what offshoot
1: of like, think of it as like an offshoot of ASMR for a lot of the content because they'll put mics really close and like fucking kill that gain switch and like you really hear every slomp and chomp on that. I hate it. Yeah, no, it's I hate, uncomfortable. I, I hate
0: ASMR too, so. It's
1: uncomfortable and it's, wildly funny that we all say to that now that's fucked up that's weird but tori you were in the same boat you watched muscles glasses pound down so many weird food items and they got the camera right in his mouth while he was doing it
0: yeah you say that tyler but i'm gonna i'm gonna push back and say that that is so radically different from that thing i get i look i understand that point there But at least they made some shit. Like, at least they were having some jokes and, like, having to order weird shit from a restaurant. You're like, oh, this is funny. They have to go order 50 Big Macs for lasagna or whatever the fuck they're making.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's more of a lead-in. Like, the lead-in... There's
0: at least more of a lead-in.
1: Yeah. There's at least more of a lead-in, but you are still staying to watch Muscle's Glasses pound down a Big Mac lasagna.
0: It's adjacent. It is adjacent.
1: And he would just Tori, that was the messiest fucking boy you've ever seen. That was messier than Nicole Kidman in that AMC. Lathered up in butter. Big bloated Nicole Kidman.
0: Yeah. In the sequel, that took a a really different direction from the original. (laughs)
1: From the original. Yeah. Like, he was right up in there. He was so fucking messy.
0: Yeah. I remember hearing that he got like a doctor's note that... Like he basically had to stop. He could only participate in every every couple videos because he was taking in too many calories. It was really bad for him.
1: Nah, man. That's what doctors just say when someone's getting too much gains. I, okay. they, the doctors were just afraid of him because he was too fucking strong.
0: Yeah, he was his glasses were too cool. And every time they looked at him, they had to really be looking at themselves, cowering and timidly <laughs> being like, um, don't don't be a Eating famous so- so much
1: because you'll you'll just get big. I think doctors were just afraid to see how big we could get one man. <laughs> how big can we make him?
0: Did you ever get into the, the weird sub-genre of YouTube videos where it was like animated stick figures?
1: Like, are you talking like addictinggames.com? Like stick no, figures? No, dot- like,
0: like uh, there was like a software called Pivot, and I can't remember, like... It's it's called like Goofy Stick Guys or something like that. I can't remember now. God damn it.
1: No, I really want you to out yourself as having watched something like really fucking weird and everyone's gonna be like, yo, what the fuck?
0: No, I watch weirder stuff on YouTube now, mostly because our friend Lucas sends me the craziest shit in the world.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I watch ASMR. I am, I like, I'm weirder now than I was. (laughs) I'm, I'm fucking. A Disgusting I'm listening to people Whisper in my ears What a fucking sick man
0: You are That's yeah, fucking disgusting I, I, I Look I lost respect for you When I found out that ASMR is a big part of your life It's a major component Look I don't know what to say
1: It just feels good When they whisper in your ear But yeah I will fully agree that now I'm into way weirder shit And there's kind of No going back Cause like now It's more embarrassing to be like approaching 30 and being like yeah this is just kind of a part of this is a part of me i can't get rid of it
0: yeah there's no you there's no go back you're deep in tyler but it's never too late to get back on god's path
1: no i think sometimes i think sometimes even jesus has his limits i think sometimes <laughs> jesus he's is- like
0: sorry they they whispered into microphone. yeah get the fuck out of here
1: okay but we don't need to go into any more weird youtube shit everyone should be able to just have their weird youtube shit and just keep it private But that's the thing. Just keep it private. Don't tell us. We don't Don't need to know.
0: Yeah, don't tell almost anyone. Because here's the thing, You know in your your mind, you know what is okay to tell people and what is not. And I don't care how progressive we're getting. Don't tell people. Don't tell people. It's your weird thing. But I mean,
1: Tori, we're probably, like you and I are probably a lot of people's weird thing. Like we make Skyrim content.
0: Well, Who we also to get admit comments that? on this podcast that are like, someone just commented, I think last week on the podcast where it was like, great, you've made it even harder to listen to this around anyone.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs>
1: well, I think it was just because we were talking about poop. I think that was the poop episode. We were we
0: were talking a lot about poop, but I mean, this week's not better. I mean, w- imagine your friend comes over and they're hearing our our great Jimmy Buffett heaven goofs. it's gonna take a lot to onboard someone to this show
1: yeah but it's again it's just like we're we're just prepping them we're just kind of like we're using skyrim as the base to like get them introduced to it and then you know eventually they'll be on board with our sick twisted big ass bloated nicole kidman shit. (laughs) and i know you think we're talking about it as a goof (laughs) this is secretly our sexual gratification is yeah. to like, is to do a podcast and talk about fucking nasty ass bloated Nicole Kidman. God, it just gets our <laughs> rocks off.
0: Little fucking sea
1: slug of a just, fucking, just, just fucking slamming Sprite straight into the throat. <laughs> just fucking digging that whole thing in. Yeah, I know we are a lot of people's like weird thing. Because like, no one's at, I know a couple people who watch us are in like, college age i think they go to like a university or school or something like that Mm -hmm. because we get some comments that are like oh i was watching this in school or something and they've been commenting for a while so it's like i know you've got to be in college at this point yeah and it's got to be like can you imagine them in class like oh what are you watching on youtube nothing Be i wouldn't want to admit to someone like okay so there's there's these guys and they play Skyrim and and they check out mods. I, okay, so it's like a mod review. Kind of. They're not really
0: good at showing off the mods though. They're really yeah. not good at it. They, well, okay, so what do they do? Well, they think they're funny. They, I don't know. This one, um, this one, they were doing like a Willem
1: Dafoe impression for a lot of it. They were talking about Willem Dafoe.
0: They showed up, they were starting to show off the mod and then got, as they were talking about the main core features of the mod, they sort of got sidetracked and did about 15 minutes of uh, weird hog talk about Michael Fassbender's big schlong.
1: (laughs) It started as Skyrim content, but I think halfway through, they decided they didn't like Skyrim and liked Ray Romano more than Skyrim. (laughs) So they just talked about Ray Romano
0: the whole episode. The other thing that they do on the show is it took me a long time to sort of catch up on this, but it's it's very self-referential and you kind of got to be in on the joke to like understand. It's not really an accessible type of comedy. So I'm going to check out their podcast. I hope it's not like that. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, but here's the thing is that it's not accessible. We've made it so inaccessible that it's not
1: accessible to anyone. Because we don't know what the next thing is going to be. It's not like we planned on Nicole Kidman getting bloated. It's not like that's a reference back to anything. It's just so fucking nothing that it's like, yeah, sure. If you're into it, you're into it. Yep. God, I, like, I wish I could hook that Sprite machine up to my throat. Because, like, Corey, this is, this is what real bravery is. I can no longer, after my bad fucking body fell apart this year... I can't have caffeine and I can barely have carbonation. Like, caffeine and carbonation are a no-go. And I was on a road trip this weekend and I had to piss so fucking bad, but like pulled over, got to like, got to a gas station, like a weird ass, like one-off gas station. I don't even remember the chain's name, but it was like, on the door, I had to stop and just have a moment of, like, if I do this, I could be risking health. But I want it so damn bad that I might be willing to do it because it was exclusively at this gas station, new Mountain Dew flavor. And I was oh, like, "Shit, Fuck fuck, you're really testing how much I care about my, like, kind of general well-being yeah. versus how much I fucking love Mountain Dew.
0: Well, if your soul could just escape that that fleshy suit it's wearing and hop into another one, if you could body snatch someone. I'd make sure I can drink Mountain Dew in yeah. that body, which is
1: pretty much any body. Like, it's kind of very limited to mind that it's like, no, no, but no. But I, no, no I, I
0: wonder if you, if you went into someone else's body. Fuck, this is a weird show. If you went into somebody else's body, if you would then perceive sensations on the body in the way that it felt to them. So, like, for me, I haven't drank soda. Like, I, I don't drink soda. I cut it a really long time ago because I hate the way it makes me feel and i can't stand i'm better than
1: everyone go to hell well continue
0: yeah i just i can't stand that feeling so it was really so i wonder if you if you body snatched me if your soul would drink mountain dew and be like oh i don't want any of this and then for some reason you're like why is it telling me to grab an ipa I would, I, I, I feel like maybe it's kind of a,
1: a uh, like a love story. Like my soul longs for it so badly that it can overcome any obstacle. Like okay. it can overcome Tori's body, which hates it, and yeah. we can just power through it. And I just get you hooked on Mountain Dew. So when it's finally time for me to say goodbye to your body, after after so many years of journey with it, mm-hmm. I hop out. I, wait, so i have got sorry, you would, years? Years. How long yeah, were years. you in my body? I, as long, look, Tori, there was a lot of new Mountain Dew flavors coming out and I had to try all of you them. wait,
0: so I'm, I'm suck. At that point, my soul, if, if, if I'm correct on this, when you've, when you body snatch me, my soul just kind of goes offline until it. Yeah, you went I, offline. You didn't get my body. I was in a soul coma until you decided to leave. But when I come back to it, my body sucks because you you drank so Only much. Only Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, no, not so much Mountain Dew, Tori. Only Mountain Dew because I knew like my time in your body was like, it's, it's like a rental. I could beat the hell out of this thing. Sure. Like, I don't fucking need this for long. I'm going to make sure this sucks for the next person.
0: There's no be kind and rewind with that. Like, it's not a blockbuster videotape that's like, ah, who cares that Weekend at Bernie's is all kind of fucked up. With me, it's like, oh, I have severe diabetes now. But you were able to just sort of float off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, when I started, like, when my toes started hurting in the morning in your body, that's when I peaced yeah. out.
0: Like, that's when I was like, You even ah. stayed a little bit, like, you you lost a couple of them. They had to take one <laughs> of the, the, the right foot, gone. Which is a sure shame because I, I had a fucking cannon out on the pitch. No longer. Yeah, no,
1: I made sure that like when you came back, it sucked shit. And you also picked up like five new addictions. Just because at the yeah. very end, I just like shot up heroin. Just, just, yeah. just because. I, I just decided like, I fu- you know what? I'm fucking sick of this guy. I got my Mountain Dew time and that's all I needed it was me and mountain dew against the world and it was against, it was us against Tori's body and we beat the hell out of it
0: Yeah, you really just uh started started with like a a really nice toyota camry and ended with an just an absolute lemon <laughs> just just a piece of shit
1: like there's duct tape where windows used to be yeah. like it it sucks shit it's one of those when you cars were done where with you my s- body
0: i couldn't even fart anymore because like it's not even a question of if I'm going to shit my pants. It's coming out. It's coming out. It's that's just always leaking a little bit.
1: (laughs) It's kind of just like always dripping like a faucet. (laughs) It's just not good. Also, Tori, really sorry about this. It's going to fucking hurt when you pee. Like you haven't had water in four years.
0: No. And you also somehow you found a, a collection of young ladies who are quite into the Mountain Dew-only lifestyle, and you gave me everything that they had.
1: hmm yeah, yeah. Hey, but you had a good... Well, I had a good time. You didn't have a good time because you were just kind of yeah. offline.
0: I was just sort of dead,
1: yeah. I was enjoying my life without consequences. I was living like I was dying because I said, this one's a spare. Oh, don't worry. And someone said, are you sure it's really dangerous? And I said, no, 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 this is my spare. I got another one back at home.
0: Sure. Yeah, this is the one. This is my winter car. I got the <laughs> got the Corvette <laughs> back in the driveway. Oh, that's so fucking mean, too.
1: <laughs> but I had to be so goddamn brave at that gas station and just be like, "This is a flavor I'll just never have of Mountain Dew. This is a taste I'll never, I'll never have."
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll buy. I'll buy it, and I'll let it go flat, and then I'll give it to you.
1: Yeah, I guess I could. No, it's the caffeine. It's the biggest part. Is the caffeine is the hard. I'll
0: part. run it through a Brita filter.
1: Can you Brita? Can you filter out caffeine? Because if you can, if you, you, know you fucking can, doesn't know. If there is a way to filter out caffeine out of something, I'll fucking do it. Because you know how goddamn badly, like I would kill someone for a cherry coke, so bad for that Mountain Dew flavor. Mountain Dew, it was called Mountain Dew Overdrive, Tori. I bet it tasted (laughs) so good.
0: Yeah, that's, wow, that's so tempting, dude.
1: Tori, it was the most sugar I'd ever seen in a Mountain Dew ever.
0: Oh my God. That's how they get new flavors. They just add more sugar because they've already fucking done every mix of like yellow number two or whatever the fuck.
1: I'm pretty sure like every standard Mountain Dew, like every like normal variant we know of of Mountain Dew, (laughs) the normal variants, not the shiny ones.
0: Not the hollow, yeah.
1: Every normal Mountain Dew has like on their added sugars category, it's like this is like 70% of your daily value that you're supposed to have of sugar in this one thing of Mountain Dew. This Mountain Dew Overdrive had 146. Like, it doubled. It was double the amount of sugar in, like, a Baja Blast. And I was
0: like, fuck, I bet that's so fucking good, too. The psychos at Mountain Dew are getting after it now. They don't give a fuck. Well, they made it with the intention of, like, you ever just want to body...
1: (laughs) You ever just want to body snatch your friend and drink this extremely harmful Mountain Dew, but from their body, Mm -hmm. now... (laughs) a six a sick fucks at Mountain Dew figured out how if you both drink the mountain Dew overdrive at the same time, it'll freaky Friday you
0: yeah, except they just die yeah, well, you know what else should die, Tyler this podcast I don't know what tay's part is here. I forget I kind of tune out when tay starts talking I'm prepping up my my little cards here um so okay go. I'll do I'll do it. you I'll got it, it. okay it. all right.
1: So if you enjoyed the show, why don't you leave a like, favorite, a comment, or review, or just, you know, let someone know you had a great time. This show grows when you recommend it to your friends. I know we said maybe it's inaccessible, but maybe your friend's just fucking nasty enough to try it. Hey, 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 guys. This podcast is the Mountain Dew Overdrive of podcasts. And you got to find someone
0: that's just fucking nasty enough to grit their teeth on this sugary show, okay? I'll tell you so, what I want from everyone who listens this far into the episode. I want you to go to a populated part of your town midday. There's a lot of foot traffic. I want you to roll down the windows. I want you to have a like a bullhorn. And I want you to drive and scream, who likes ICP? And the first person to go, whoop, whoop, show them this show. They're going to love it. (laughs) They're They're going to eat it up. They're going to love this fucking show.
1: Five-star ratings wherever you can. Look, I don't want to beg you for ratings, but if you liked the show, wherever you're watching it, leave something, okay? We're not asking for a lot. Just leave something.
0: Even just a star rating, it doesn't necessarily have to be words, but we would appreciate the words. We would also appreciate it if you went over to youtube.com slash shapelessmedia or shapelessmedia.com, which is going to take you to the corresponding YouTube channel with this podcast. You're not only going to find every single episode of this show, you will also find hundreds of other videos. You're bound to like them. Our sick, twisted take on things, our sort of, uh, our tour sense of comedy. It's great. You're going to love it. And, uh... Yeah, so subscribe there.
1: If if you've ever thought, look, I want to body snatch one of these boys. Take them for a spin on this podcast. Look, we would know, but we'd have a way to cover for ourselves with pod decks. Because what pod decks are, are decks of cards that give you podcast recommendation topics for a podcast of your very own. So let's say... By some weird curse, you've ended up in my body, which I'm forewarning you, it's bad now. There's a lot of health issues there. You don't want this body. But if you found yourself in it and you're looking for a podcast topic on Tuesdays on the fucking fly, like you need something, you're about to record, why don't you go reach over for for a pod deck card, okay? That's going to get you started. Now, we got a little tip for you. You're going to save 10% on your very first order if you use code SWORDWATCH at checkout. Okay? 10% off your first order. Poddecks.com. Code SWORDWATCH.
0: Tyler, are you ready for the pod deck last laugh? Yep. What is something you used to do that makes you cringe now? For me, it's probably Tay's mom. Whoop, whoop! <laughs>